What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Yokai Delinquents Podcast. I am Sean Bearded Capilitin. And I am Jerry Robotengu Smith. And we want to thank you all for tuning in once again. We want to thank everyone who's listened to our previous episodes, liked, commented, shared, all that good stuff. Y'all are awesome. And uh, speaking of awesome, Jerry, I got something I want to start off with real quick here. Oh, okay. Uh, I know you're not much into the wrestling, but as we've mentioned before, that you got to kind of love it when uh, geekdom and nerdery kind of leaks into even like athletic competition, whether it's performance or otherwise. Right, and right. Uh, you're seeing more and more these days with wrestlers are kind of like getting their anime in the new day, infamously dressed as you know uh, Saiyans and armor and everything yeah. for WrestleMania. Right. <laughs> Little things like this. Well, here recently, another one, another nerdism has made headlines, at least uh, on my face, my social media feeds and whatnot. All right. Uh, there's been a, uh, in the company All Elite Wrestling, AEW, there's been a long-standing feud between what's a couple of guys who've pretty much kind of fallen into the category known as jobbers, which are usually wrestlers who uh, tend to lose more than win. And they've had their own little feud going on in some of the early sh- parts of the show, about, you know, because neither one of them have got a, a, a win in the company yet. And mm-hmm. their names is, uh, one of them is uh, Peter Avalon, who is the librarian. Like, <laughs> like the silliest damn gimmick, really, but it got over pretty quickly. He just comes out, he sh- shushes the crowd, you know, and he's got a, a Levy Bates, who's the other librarian. <laughs> like, uh, okay. she, she comes out with him, and she's, uh, some of y'all wrestling fans out there may know her from NXT. She was known as Blue Pants as she got nicknamed. Uh, but she's actually a pretty big uh, in the indie scene as a cosplay wrestler. She, her, her out, she usually does, like, dresses characters in her matches. But, uh, but she is currently with Peter Avalon as the librarians. And, they were t- and he, but Avalon was taken on a wrestler known, known as Brandon Cutler. He uh, comes out, his gimmick is kind of like a, a D&D character, right? He's got, like, face okay. paint, kind of wizardy robe, in a sense. You know, like I said, it has to be seen. Of course, description doesn't really judge. And he comes out rolling a big, D, little oversized D20 die <laughs> for his entrance. But, you know, that's... Yeah, right. And, as you know, he's, he obviously talks about it a little bit. That's just kind of like a little bit of his gimmick. And they've been having, like I said, back and forth. Usually, like, they've been losing. They've been talking shit to each other. You know, Avalon, especially being the heel, the bad guy, really teasing that Cutler, you know, calling him a loser, even though Cutler reminds him, you know, you never, you haven't won yet. So they finally, you're going to settle it but with a match with each other. Because, you know, they usually, they, they basically fuck with each other about, like, every loss they had against other wrestlers in the company. <laughs> and uh, solid match, because they're both, they're both really good workers and doesn't, haven't really, you know, obviously gone over big yet, but they're great, you know, mid-range talent. And what, what caught everyone's attention was, I guess uh, Cutler has had enough and decided to make this match go a little hardcore. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the clip that's been going around, like if anyone who's watched wrestling, especially back in the 90s, the Attitude Era, the 2000s, you know, hardcore wrestling, classic spot in the middle of, you know, beating each other with the typical chairs and tables is pulling out a bag that's usually loaded with thumbtacks. Right, right. Your typical backyard wrestling Yeah, pretty, pretty much, <laughs> you know. Going all the way back to like ECW and stuff like that, even in the pros. But yeah, basically that backyarder kind of shit. Well, Avalon had to stay in character, and he produced a giant bag and then dropped unloaded just D and D dice. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking brilliant. Which anyone knows those D fours are not fun to step on. <laughs> oh, oh, what about those 
fucking uh, D3s, though. Oh, the threes. Yeah, that's no, what I'm thinking. Right, right. D4, yeah, D4. D4, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the pyramid ones yeah. are, are not yeah. fun whatsoever. But uh, yeah, he had... What tax Legos D fours? <laughs> I have seen I have seen Legos done before actually, but uh, yeah, he he threatened it was all all the different kinds of die. But even the announcer was like, "Oh, you don't want to step on a D four, <laughs> that's pain," and he proceeded to like slam Avalon down on top of the dice, <laughs> and he sold it like he just got hit with kryptonite. You know what I mean? Like, How much just... do you think he did? In that slam. Oh, I mean, that was, uh, I mean, there was at least 20 <laughs> dies. So, I mean, from D20s to D4. So, I mean, yeah, he hit him for max crit damage and probably even a, f- a couple multipliers with a surprise attack, you know. <laughs> Which, and of course, the beauty of the, of the bookend of this whole story is with that move, Cutler got his first victory in AEW. Yes. <laughs> so, like, yeah, I mean, and you got to kind of love it. it was like these, both these guys are kind of like built up fandom, you know, and just you know popularity through even kind of silly gimmicks, and they've never been you know headlining anything or doing anything major, just kind of feuding with each other. And you know, it, it's actually a story that picked up momentum, and and like his, he got a legit huge pop, you know, audience reaction uh, mm-hmm. when uh, when he won. And I'm like, you know what? That's a feel good story of this shitty ass year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's that's fucking amazing. Like, and, and has uh, I know uh, was it New Day has like streamed mm-hmm. uh, video games and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. Do they uh, have they done any like D and D sessions or anything like that? Actually, yes. Uh, Xavier Woods of the New Day yeah. plays Dungeon Dragons along with a. Uh, I'm trying to remember who all was that. One of the big ones was uh, a female wrestler named Ember Moon. She's actually, uh, Lawn talked about like in early interviews that she played Dungeon Dragons all through college. So she kind of old hat to that as well as they get some other sporadic wrestlers to come in. And yeah, they actually, uh, I think they've done it less since they can't meet in, in person as much anymore. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, that uh, uh, he has at least done some uh, D&D. And of course, you know, you, you get actors and start to kind of do that with uh, with uh, Penny Arcade. They've had a lot of celebrity Dungeon Dragons games. Uh, in Critical Role. Yeah. Oh, critical role gets gets the celebs and uh, was the actor uh, Joe Manganiello. Uh, he's actually a very big proponent of Dungeons and Dragons. He he hosts his own like celebrity, usually big jacked handsome men, <laughs> such as himself, uh, playing with him. So he's kind of like I know he had the big show from WWE. I think was on there too, and like Lou Ferrigno and like you know, yeah. just these giant dudes who you wouldn't really think of when you think D and D. Yeah, it's man, it's really like booming. Like in the last few years, like it's been yeah. getting out there. Oh yeah, yeah, it's very cool. I mean, and again, you got those hidden low key like uh, Vin Diesel. He's openly, admittedly, uh, uh, played D and D when he was in like high school and college and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, that dude's a huge fucking nerd, though. <laughs> really, really is. Who makes terrible fucking movies, but <laughs> I do appreciate his love of Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> what was that movie he was in the witch hunter was that him was or, he a witch hunter nicholas he was in some kind of like um that sounds right like the last witch like hunter fantasy. yeah yeah something like that like i know he was in a really bad one and i mean you know bad movie like king over here nicholas cage yeah. was in one and i always get those two mixed up no you had it right last witch hunter uh, nice. uh that's uh vin diesel yeah Oof. yeah I know the one you're talking about with uh, Nick Cage, and that was like a medieval set of one. This one looks kind of like modern era, from what I can tell from looking at little pictures. Yeah. <laughs> but 
something you know and honestly i haven't played D D or pathfinder like we used to in a while mm-hmm. but uh there, you know there's something else we haven't done in a while especially this year oh yeah well i mean like so many things but uh what what specifically are you referring to man we are in uh, as a time of recording we're just getting into november mm-hmm. and uh man it just really hit me with you know with covid going around and you know obviously we want to be safe we don't blame anyone for not holding these anymore but like i haven't been to a convention all year oh yeah man i think the last one that i went to was was actually uh comic conway oh wow that long ago yeah, yeah. what was that um that was in november of last november year? last year yeah yeah yeah, oh, yeah. that's right I, for, I forgot you were uh yeah were you here uh, n- I think not, that was two oh, years no, ago. No, I'd say fuck. two years oh, ago at least. Yeah, I, I had already <laughs> moved by then. Yeah, you confused oh me God. for a second there, brother. <laughs> the last convention I went to, uh, I guess it might have been not another Comic Con last year, maybe. No, because uh, there wasn't one, or last year maybe. Yeah, maybe last yeah. year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that, and that's usually the beginning of the year. it's been a minute and that's kind of my point uh like man i am i don't know why it just hit me hard here because again i guess uh, comic conway would be around this time which is one is my personal my favorite local convention as far as like Mm -hmm. bigger for arkansas you know uh but i mean we have anime con arkansas we have uh, our buddy larry's he has not just another comic con as you mentioned a horror convention which is always a lot of fun and it's still kind of you know getting his feet on the ground with it and uh i mean any i would go to as many conventions here as i could all the local ones that were go to and like i have a lot of fun you know what i mean like I usually go to a con as early as I, if I wasn't, especially even if I wasn't, ha, didn't have a table back when, like when I used to do my bead art or we were promoting the Southern Fry Geekery podcast, I'd be there from open to close. And even without a table, I would still do that. You know, just attending them. Yeah. I, I personally, I, I love cons. I mean, the good and the bad, I think we're going to get into both, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, what's, uh, let's hear uh, somebody like, you know, what's some of your con experiences or thoughts, you know? Uh, so my, uh, the first con that I ever went to, um, shit, I don't even remember the year. I guess it was probably around, uh, 2010, maybe. Oh, okay. uh, it was a, uh, it was actually a comic book convention, um, in Kansas city. I had a friend oh. that just like all of a sudden hit me up out of the blue and he was like, Hey, do you want to go to this convention? Um, I, uh, cause he was going to drive by himself right. and it was like the wackiest shit. Right. Because we drove <laughs> all the way up there and all the way back in the same day. So Ooh. it was like a long freaking day of travel. Like we spent more time traveling than we did at the convention. Um, but no, it was kind of, it was pretty dope. Uh, I didn't really know what to expect. Um, I got a pretty great, uh, green lantern sketch from somebody. Uh-huh. Um, I honestly don't remember who, uh, <laughs> I don't think it was, uh, anybody big. I think it was just like, you know, just your uh, standard like artists, you know, that you have at conventions. Oh, okay, um, right on, right on. Support your the, local uh, artists out there, y'all, yeah, at these cons. Absolutely. Don't don't just go for the big names. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You gotta support you support your local artists, help them out. Yeah. Um, the uh, I remember the big pool that they had that year because there was a, a huge Star Wars theme going on. They had Peter Mayhew. Oh, uh, nice. Yeah, that played Chewbacca right. in the original, like in the Star Wars movies. 
Um, that motherfucker was huge, as you can imagine. <laughs> and he had massive hands. And right. that was the biggest thing that I, I remember at that convention. Like, it was a lot of fun. I, uh, I still, like, I was into comic books at the time, but I wasn't as knowledgeable on, you know, comics at the time. So, right. like, I didn't really buy a whole lot while I was there. Just, you know, the, the sketch that I picked up and a few other things. But, yeah, I just remember, like... Part of the way through the day, it started snowing, and we were like, oh, we got to get back to Arkansas like, right now. <laughs> like, so, yeah, it was uh, it was pretty wild. I think after that, um, it was uh, it was Akon in Dallas. Oh, my, yeah, yeah. Yeah, my first, my first anime convention was freaking Akon, and right. it was humongous. <laughs> really good time. I think I actually, that was my first, also my first experience with the con flu. Oh, uh, fun, yeah. fun. We yeah, all know I, the Concrud is a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, it hit me fucking hard. And even a week after that, like, I was still dying. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, that, those were, those were the first two, uh, conventions that I can, I can really remember, uh, wow. that you know, I just, just had a blast doing them. Yeah. Uh, like my first one, I don't remember the name of it. It, I don't think it was River City. No, because River City started earlier or later mm-hmm. in Sherwood. Because my first con I ever went to was at a, was in Little Rock somewhere, maybe in the same location River City ended up being eventually, because mm-hmm. I don't remember. This is like early 2000s. Uh, my buddy of mine wanted to go because he wanted to attend some panels. And uh, I, he was just like, you want to go with me? And said, as long as you're driving, because back then I would not drive anywhere I wasn't familiar t- with. <laughs> right. And uh, so we went there. Uh, he, uh, full disclosure, he was, he is, is, was, I don't know. He's, he's not someone I really speak to anymore, but, uh, you know, he was a furry and he wanted to attend, uh, some panels. And I think there was maybe a guest or something he knew from that, that fandom there. And I went, you know, this, whatever. I never, you know, I'm not one to judge until you make it creepy or awkward in his, his cases. <laughs> um, yeah, we went, he, so we went for that. I sat in the panel, didn't have anything to say about it, but uh, I, I did dig through some comics. I remember picking up, I picked up uh, the Clerks, a little one-shot from Omnipress, you know, the Kevin Smith Clerks comic. It was the first time I, I didn't know they existed, you know, and uh, I was really going deep into Kevin Smith at that point. So mm-hmm. grabbed that, and uh, my other memory from that was we left around uh, 5 o'clock, down uh, 6.30, <laughs> if uh, you remember that, if you remember that part of the freeway after this is during a, a Friday. So, uh, yeah, bumper to bumper and he tried to change lanes and ran into a motherfucker. And uh, oh, nice. so we got into an accident on the way back. Oof. Now I think like my second ever con though, I think was, uh, river city when it was in Sherwood, if he was still calling it mm-hmm. that. Cause I remember you introduced me to him when I was like, kind of just starting out my beat art. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, River City was pretty dope starting out. I yeah. really enjoyed that one. Oh, that was always a big one for me, especially when I started dealing you know, my art and stuff out there. But, uh, oh, a lot of fun. I had a, had a blast. Even when River City moved to the bigger venues, I was really, I still honestly, I miss that con. I always, I always yeah. did well and always had a lot of fun. Because, you know, a huge open room convention, which are great for the, the con smell. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> You know, Jesus Christ. You know, when you have like sometimes a small hotel room ones, you just don't really want to go into panels because the rooms are tiny. <laughs> and uh, like some people say, hey, man, if you can afford a ticket, you can afford a bar, to, a bar of deodorant, man. <laughs> y'all just, y'all need to learn. <laughs> but uh, 
my actually uh we, we have an interesting uh is that what what my for my first con but we have i have a similar story about a one day trip out of state uh the first time i went to Agon. Mm-hmm. was it with you <laughs> uh right brian my buddy that works for uh crunchyroll he uh i think he was just starting like maybe even before officially crunchyroll like they were just kind of being uh like kind of a independent contractors for him. They were, they were just known as a uh, roll. <laughs> well, no, like I think grudge roll was starting. Maybe, maybe, but, <laughs> but they, they were, uh, he, he, he needed to go there. He had to go do some FaceTime with the people. And he was like, Sean, do you want to drive to Dallas today? I'm like, I have to work tomorrow because we'll be back today. I'm like, Oh shit. <laughs> Which for those who don't know, even speeding, that's at least usually a six hour drive. Yeah, and we we did not leave early, <laughs> and uh, the whole his whole thing for me was to be like you know we're well actually we left fairly early, but not like you know not three in the morning or anything. But we left early enough in the day, rode out there. I wasn't driving because again this was still my kind of my I <laughs> didn't really want to drive much, especially not to Dallas. I never traveled out of state, and uh, we went there. I, I can't even tell you what I bought. I'm sure I didn't have much. I know I was, I remember being fairly broke at that time. He just paid my way in, paid for gas, obviously just wanted some company. Cause I was supposed to be there to talk to him to keep him awake, <laughs> Aww, which the, uh, the right there, we got it good. Um, we got there good. I, I, my, this was, uh, like not the one we went to hotel. I think it was a different hotel. I think it was a smaller one. Maybe the one you went to hell. It might've been the same one. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it. A shock. I just go through all my old pictures and like, oh, hey, it's Sean and Brian in the background. Of right. One. I mean, damn, it may have been possible. But uh, yeah. the only thing I remember, like, I don't remember if I bought anything. I may have got some kind of little little small anime thing. I remember not having a lot of money. But he was like, well, I'm here. I got to buy something. And he found a local, like, not a local. Well, maybe he might be local to Texas. It's a comic, a small comic known as Gold Diggers. Have you heard of that one? I know I have not. It's kind of an anime-inspired adventure story. He's like he just saw, and he, you know, he's Brian's been always more about like I'm gonna buy it from a you know a smaller person, not not anybody in the major industry. Mm-hmm. So he's like, sell me all your book, <laughs> Brian being Brian, and he's like, oh, yeah. basically said what I what I said. He's like, all right, fine, man, I'll I'll, I'll buy the uh, the trade. And he's like, hey, man, and like the dude's assistant was kind of was like, hey, you know, for five more bucks, he'll sign he'll sign the cover. I don't want him to mess up the cover. <laughs> <laughs> the dude looked at him like, I'm not even charging this dude. And he drew, he drew the main character in Sharpie on the cover of the book and said, Oh no, I messed it up. <laughs> <laughs> like, like as only Brian can do. He, he'll, he'll, I think he'll be a future guest eventually on, on our show. Y'all, <laughs> y'all get a, a kick out of him. But that was, that was, and then we drove back and I passed out on the way back. Like fell asleep. Oh, no. Was, was Brian okay to drive with, with you being asleep? Hopefully he did, he may have fell asleep too, man. You know, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you hit that freeway, you can just keep on coasting. You know what I'm did, saying? Did you ever hear about that story when John and them came back one time? Uh, not sure. Go ahead. Like, you, you know you know how John is like the avid like drinker of, of energy drinks and stuff. They actually <laughs> right. got to a wreck and totaled his car one time on the way back home. Oh, jeez. Yeah. yeah. That's, uh, that's never fun. No, they're <laughs> but, all fine, by the way. <laughs> right, right. But uh, actually, I would like to talk about our first Acon because we yes. went together a couple times. But the first one that was big for me because uh, a it just kind of got you know absorbed into your cult of the House of August. 
<laughs> right. And uh, well, you, you, couldn't, you couldn't go the year prior. Could not because go. yeah, we were um, there was there's a chance we might accidentally molest you or something. <laughs> My wife, God bless her, uh, is so worried about me being naive that I'm going to get kidnapped and molested. <laughs> Men, women, I don't think it really matters. She's like, you don't know them people. And, you know, of course, now she knows and loves everybody that's yeah. within the group. But honestly, yeah, if I'm honest, she, uh, yeah, she was not about that life. So yeah, I missed on she... I missed on that first trip. Yeah, but, but then she met us and and yeah. saw that we were we were good good people for the most part. And she was more worried about me molesting you at that point. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, that first uh, Acon, I I didn't drive. I, I rode out with y'all, and mm-hmm. uh, man, not only was that my first. I mean, like I went to Acon, but that first time, but I don't. We didn't do anything. We may have circled it one time, if that. And then we're like, hey, mm-hmm. I gotta go. We, I have to work tomorrow, you know, so we couldn't be there forever right. but then when we went you know we had the weekend and uh that was not only that it was my first uh cosplay that was when we did uh, a yeah. beppo and uh trafalgar and law and uh, we had the strong world our own not only did i make have my first costume i had my first fan fiction i guess or whatever we had our <laughs> strong world versions it was fucking brilliant too dude it, yeah because it was i mean it's eat I'm going to say easy because, you know, I think we all had our own little creative touches on there, what they would look like if they were Yakuza, you know. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, I, I I was particularly proud that I found the bow tie and vest, the orange right. to go over the black with a couple of uh, pistol, pistol ears. <laughs> yeah. It was so, it was, it was really great. Like, because, you know, he, he normally jumpsuit. Yeah. So like did did uh did we do the the symbol on on your vest at all? I can't we did remember. not. Uh, oh, okay. uh we we barely had time to put the symbol on the jumpsuit. You know, yeah. like cuz you know, God bless her cat was being very uh very helpful when yes. I was this was I've since gotten to the point where I feel like I could have done that, but like you right. know, that's that's been years now of cosplay. But yeah. uh yeah, we all were unfortunately like cat do the thing, <laughs> do everything <laughs> and Noel she was helping as well. We we're just like, do, do it, do it, do it, <laughs> do this for us. And, uh, so yeah, we didn't get on there. I think we did, but people like if they thought again, it's always funny as much as I love cosplaying Beppo without a law, I often get mistaken for being a furry <laughs> if we're circling back to that. Cause if they don't laws well known for in one piece now, especially if they're current, but even back then, you know, he was recognizable, a very iconic look, the sword, the hat, the hoodie is all very iconic. But if I'm just a polar bear in a jumpsuit, <laughs> there's a good chance. I, I mean, I, I, think, I think nowadays people would probably notice you a bit more. Yeah. Because he's been in this, this series a little bit more now. Yeah, I disappointed a family at the last uh, Anime Con. I went, was it Anime Con or... Uh... It may have been Anime Con. Yeah, I think it was. Anime Con Arkansas, uh, um... where I was like... In my mind, I was kind of getting out of doing uh, cosplay too much because I wanted to focus on stuff at the at the tables at the convention, you know, running the tables mm-hmm. and stuff. So I was kind of doing a retirement tour, and day one I did Beppo because I want to get him out the way because that mascot had as hot as balls. Right. <laughs> and I was at a, one of my friends that were doing a uh, doing a maid cafe thing that was as creepy as it was awesome, <laughs> but uh, mm-hmm. having fun in there. And uh, I got I heard a whisper, you know, hey, hey. And I look back and it's, uh, I forget what they were dressed as, but they were like, are you wearing that tomorrow? I'm like, oh, I, I wasn't planning on it. Uh, what's up? He goes, oh, we're coming in as, as a uh, law. Uh, like uh, they're coming in as one piece characters. One of them was going to be law. 
and they won. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I shouldn't have been a dick. And I, I wasn't <laughs> rude about it, but I, I, I could have at least brought Beppo for his shots with them. I think I was doing a team, uh, team skull that next day. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man! Speaking of Team Skull, uh, you actually did that to another convention we went to. I did. Yes, I did. Uh, we uh, many moons ago. This just gets further <laughs> and further every year. And it makes me sadder and sadder. We went to Japan. <laughs> yes, and uh, amongst many great things that we're definitely going to have to dedicate an entire probably episode to <laughs> talking about it. Uh, one of the things we went to was, I want to say, it's funny, I was thinking about this, actually, uh, the other day. Was it like the Consumer Electronic Expo? or cause it, wasn't like... a, it was like the, uh, the uh, Togagi, Tokagi Game game Show. Man, a good memory yeah. there, sir. Uh, oh, I don't have a good memory. I just found my uh, album for it on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Even better. Uh, yeah, and uh, we, we were at a con, and I knew... I did. I think Brian had mentioned when we were planning the trip, when he was kind of well, not us planning him, telling us where we're going. We're just like, whatever you say, <laughs> we're just happy to be here. Uh, he right. mentioned the con. I'm like, is it a uh, like you know, is it a convention I can cosplay in? Because and I had <laughs> no Pokemon uh, Sun and Moon had just come out or came out recently enough to where I already made my uh, my Team Skull uh, cosplay. And teams, yes. if y'all don't know, it's pretty much street clothes, bandana, hat, shirt, shorts, you know, very, very, uh, you know, very easy to pack up and take with me. And, uh, yeah, so, uh, and oh, even better for that was before we went to the con, we went to that Pokemon stop, the Pokemon Center, mm-hmm. and I found mm-hmm. the Team Skull Pikachu plush. Yes. So I had that <laughs> on top of my cosplay, and we went there, and... Oh man, I mean, don't get it wrong. Like, you know, it's it's wonderful when anybody approaches you at a con and you're in cosplay, they just ask for your picture. But this might just be the weeb in me <laughs> talking right <laughs> now. But the fact that Japanese people stopped me for my picture was <laughs> right. a little extra special. Especially yeah. like, you know, uh you know, a few stopped or even just complimented. They're just like, oh, no, no, kawaii. You know, it's so cute, you know, like, especially the Pikachu. Like, they just like the Pikachu. They don't, they're not talking about me. <laughs> but what was really cool uh, was, oh, sorry. No, no, go ahead. I think you were about to say what I was going to say. Uh, that uh, when we found the cosplay corner, because at this con, they really kind of wanted all photo ops and everything taken in a little separate corner, which isn't a bad thing when you're not like a cosplay convention. You know, it really was like, that was they were previewing the switch. I think before it ever came out, like you Mm -hmm. had a chance to line up. That's why Brian wanted to go and he didn't even get to do that. But I ran into a team rocket cosplayer (laughs) who had a team rocket Pikachu plush. And and we have, and no, he's in the proper saluting, you know, the salute holding his Pikachu. And I'm doing the, if y'all don't know, like team skull are very like kind of street hoodlum. So I'm kind of, Take on a little like street pose, hold my cute ass Pikachu. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and that was great, as well as meeting the other, uh, some like you know, obviously, like Sun and Moon had been out there a little longer than it had been here, I believe, anyway. They're, they're still getting their games a little before us, and mm-hmm. ran into a uh, the female grunt of uh, Team Skull. And, uh, like she was clearly doing something and it, in, in retrospect, it may have been rude that I was kind of like trying to make, get her attention, <laughs> but I was like, mm-hmm. I got so excited. I was like, Oh shit. And I knew we couldn't communicate, 
but there's a universal language with Team Skull, <laughs> and that's their <laughs> b-boy style posing they do in their in their just uh, <laughs> idle animation, and like. <laughs> Like everyone around us saw me first. You, you kind of, I remember them specifically here, like, oh. <laughs> and then she kind of like looks up and she turned around. And I just started doing the hand gestures, you know, and she just went right into it. It was so fucking cool. Yeah. So great. <laughs> yeah. We got, yeah. of course, we got a picture together and trying to communicate. She, I don't think she really understood or just didn't want to. I don't know. Either way, it's fine. <laughs> but I kind of like offered her to hold the Pikachu or whatever. And but she was like, oh, just kind of hand gestured you know <laughs> it's okay it was great and i know she won't ever hear this but uh you know thank you for <laughs> thank you for being the other team grunt because there's a lot of like cosplayers pokemon especially mm -hmm. was at that show and that was a lot of fun <laughs> but uh yeah that one like i said getting the cosplay in japan just on the, as a cosplay bucket list i think that should be on everyone's if it's not and uh yeah. i checked that off yeah yeah, it was awesome. That was a fun show. Saw a lot of a lot of cool stuff. Uh, man, their setup for all the video games and stuff that they had there was incredible. Oh yeah, yeah. And they not, had like... not, not a lot of vendors though, which is you know I guess something that's more normal uh, at a at a show in Japan uh, as they have just more stuff that they're showing off, more stuff that's going to be released later in the year and stuff like that. So yeah. that was pretty cool. Yeah, because I feel like it was really more so than like what you would normally see here, where there's a whole vendor section of people just selling. That mm -hmm. con really came across more like, hey, we're showing off. These are like nothing but companies showing mm -hmm. their upcoming lines, you right. know, like showing what's going to be available in stores later on. Mm -hmm. And because uh, like I believe wasn't there a whole booth of just SH Figure Arts or one of those uh, one of those uh, big action have... figure companies. They yeah they had like a Bandai booth and stuff like that um, and I mean the biggest thing there since it was a game show is they had like booths for like Sega and Square Enix and stuff like that so you yep. can check out some of their stuff um, I think for the Switch uh, if this um, uh, some of these pictures that I have are correct uh, they were showing off like uh, frame was it Frame Arms um, oh oh. Yeah, yeah, arms, arms like, yeah, something like that, arms. The, gotcha. the boxing one, mm -hmm. and uh, I know they had a, I got a picture with a big statue of Link from uh, Breath of the Wild, yeah, yeah, showing off that too, I think at least some early demo of it or something, not a, not playable probably yet at that point, yeah, just some like videos and mm -hmm. stuff like that. And uh, oh, uh, I think they, they even had a Pokestop in, in there, they did, like, they I had guess. a whole like Pokemon Go Pokestop. Yeah, they, um, they had a life-size, like, the little spin. For those who play Pokemon Go, you know, the little the stops you spin, they had a life-size model one, which I also got a picture in front of. Because, mm -hmm. <laughs> of course, Go, I mean, we were there, and Go started uh, Gen 2 while we were there. So mm -hmm. that was, like, Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. That was big for us, because we were still both heavily into Pokemon Go at that point. Uh, yeah. The other little side cool thing for me, too, and then I want, I want to get back to Akon here in a second. Mm -hmm. Uh I did love though that they randomly. It felt very random. Maybe maybe it recently got ported to like on phones or something. They had Final mm -hmm. Fantasy V. They had a, a standee where you could stand where like the enemies would be, and they had the party lined up on the side <laughs> for you to take poses in. And I'm like, that's just random as shit. I know five is bigger in Japan than it was here. Yeah. But it felt very random. But I'm like, 
I'm Team Skull. Fuck yeah, I'm <laughs> gonna fight the the Warriors of Light. <laughs> and uh, you know, I got you and Brian were taking pictures of me for me. And I was about to get down, and this woman ran over and was like, "Wait, please, please." You know, very just like basic English. Please, like, oh, she got right back into the poses, and she was just snapping. Then more people came up. I was like, they, they don't even know me. I'm so happy right now. Don't you know this is the famous cosplayer from uh, from America? <laughs> <laughs> oh, they, they had they had to know of my fame and fortune. <laughs> but uh, but the reason I want to jump back into uh, uh, Acon was because not only did we do, uh, you know, we, we were part of some photo shoots mm-hmm. in our cosplay, which is another big thing I love doing, especially cosplaying and the conventions and seeing all, like, you know, the great cosplayers who get to do photo shoots. But I want to take a second to bitch real quick. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> this is the second time we went to Acon. And right. uh, this is something about, and you know what? If you love a thing, you love a thing. And in the end, it, what I think doesn't matter. But it mm. still bothers me when it seems like some people love, especially in the anime community, they seem to love a show more for their own personal shipping than the actual story characters or plot. Oh, right. And we went to a One Piece photo shoot. And this is where I, I debuted my uh, Zatoichi tribute of, um, wow. Fujitora, there we go. I was about to say, right. I went blank. And new cosplay, which you know we had done an earlier outdoor photo shoot where we got all the crew together. You were your Bartolomeo. You know we had David mm-hmm. was um I can't I can't even tell you all these names anymore. It's been a that was a million years ago in One Piece terms. <laughs> uh, he was he was Sai. Yeah yeah yeah. But uh, you know we just we had a big group going in, and then we had a second one. I think it was maybe the second day or maybe later that day. We were trying to get in as many as we could, mm-hmm. and like. We were in a, a small room. It was hot as balls in there. <laughs> and all they wanted to take pictures of is whoever they were shipping in their own minds. <laughs> I'm like, look, y'all. <laughs> like, I mean, I remember, like, I was getting mad. You know me. I get quiet when I get mad. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm that guy. And uh, I was in there like, man, uh, I'm that no one. Zatoichi, not Zatoichi, Fujitora is an older gentleman. I don't think anyone's shipping him with anybody. So, of course, right. no, I was like, hey, uh, you know, he just had that awesome uh, throwdown with Sabo. You know, spoiler for anyone who doesn't know this, sorry, but, you know, it's been five years now. <laughs> uh, Surprise. In, in the anime, he threw down with Sabo, and I'm like, and we had some Sabo cosplayers, but all the, the late, the night, I'm sure she's a lovely lady. <laughs> and uh, all she was, like, calling out for was so Sabo, Ace, and Luffy all posing like they want to fuck each other, which... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm not, I'm not trying to, like, hey, <laughs> ship all you want. Just let me know this is what it's going to be before I hang out in your hot-ass room photo shoot. Because <laughs> you know, uh, that's when I'm going to get irritated. <laughs> and, I was, and, like, you were, like, because I think you knew the, 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 the woman, at least maybe online or something. You seemed like, Some yeah, you were kind of like, hey, what about Sabo and Fujitora? <laughs> and I, I'll never forget because, again, she was like, I guess <laughs> like it came across like who wants to watch them fuck, but okay. <laughs> uh, my, my, uh, like that, that was a bit cramped and I was just kind of like, eh. but I, I think my favorite, um, one that I took was, um, Bardo versus, um, fucking, uh, holy shit. How did I just forget? Um, <laughs> There's so uh, many One Piece characters out there, y'all. It's like, and, we, and we've been as you know, as you uh, know, we've been we've been doing this a long time. <laughs> Boa Hancock. 
Oh, Laura yeah. Hancock yeah. versus Bardo. Yeah, right. yeah. Who loves Luffy so more? I, yeah. <laughs> so, so I got to I got to live out that one at least. But it was That's worth it for good. me alone, and I didn't see either one of them get into this photo shoot either, probably because they it was just probably sticking to the same bullshit I did. My favorite, one of my favorite things I got, though, was a photo of all three of my num- my top three One Piece characters in one shot. I was Fujitora, I found a buggy, and I found a Tashigi. Yes. Uh, we got a photo together. I was like, I even told them, I like, hey, y'all are awesome. This costumes are fucking amazing. And <laughs> this is, us three are my favorite One Piece characters. <laughs> and mm-hmm. it's like, so happy. So it, it was worth it going to that, sh- that, that photo, that bullshit photo shoot <laughs> alone for that. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, but I mean, and I don't want to be super negative on it again. I'm a, I'm a reiterate because I'm sure I angered some of my friends who might be listening to this, who like their shipping, like your shipping all you want to be clear. If your photo shoot is all about that, that you kind of tell people that <laughs> so we can bounce when we're, when we don't want to be a, in, you know, we, when we know we're not going to get a photo in there. What if I wanted to hold Luffy seductively, you know, y'all didn't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't check with Fujitora. He needs love too. He's blind, man. Seriously, the nerve of some people, am I right? But that first Akon, though, as Beppo, still one of my favorite memories. Uh, We went, we also went to a photo shoot there. It was a nice outdoor one. I say nice as in sunny because it was hot as fucking balls (laughs) (laughs) at that shoot. And of course, in a uh, you know, in a mascot head, thick wool gloves, and my full-on jumpsuit, I was dying in that shoot. But it was great because we had run into, uh, um, I know she goes by Dewako is like kind of her, uh, her Instagram and her cosplay. I'm unfortunately forgetting her name right now, but we encountered her remember at the one piece, uh, trivia contest that we went right. to the, the day before that shoot. And she had, we, we saw a Nami tattoo and we we're like, Oh, that's great. Is that, that we were trying to look like that paint on? She's like, nah, this is, this is it. <laughs> like she actually has it. <laughs> And she also mentioned, like, yeah, we're going to be at the shoot. And we're like, and she's like, yeah, I'm going as Beppo. I said, I'm going as Beppo. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, we all had to get in the costumes. So I think we were all kind of running a little behind because a lot of people were already there talking. But from across the field, Beppo saw Beppo. (laughs) And we ran arms out to each other, (laughs) ran, (laughs) met in the middle with a hug. Everyone's taking pictures. And then it got awkward because we were, they were still taking pictures. I was like, I'm sorry, this is awkward. She's like, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> the Beppos. The Beppos had the meat. And we did yeah. uh, one of our favorite pictures together, the, uh, the, cl- the, the classic image of uh, Law kind of relaxing on sleeping Beppo, <laughs> just leaning <Yeah>. back. <laughs> we had that where the other Law and the other Beppo also jumped in on there <laughs> and got the photos. That was, that was actually my first... Um that uh doing a a prop making my own prop oh yeah uh, yeah 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 i i found one of those foam stress balls that was in the shape of a heart yes and uh, i got one of those little cases that you keep like a baseball in you know like one of the clear plastic cases and yep freaking uh hot glued that shit together and <laughs> had my uh my little uh take out like removable hearts yep. like uh like Ooh. law does yeah yeah because uh this was for those who are I ain't going to say current because, again, this was five, six, seven years ago. Uh, the Punk Hazard uh, arc, I think, mm-hmm. is where he debuted the the heart thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. I uh, believe that's where we got the, the most on it because he did shambles just, like, 
flip people into pieces, replacing right. people's heads with cannonballs and shit like that. But I think him squeezing the heart in the box thing was from that arc. Because that was mm-hmm. like, we we did, a, we found a lot of people, uh, I forget, was, I can't remember her name now, the, the Harpy uh, character from that arc. But no, we had someone cosplaying there, and there was a lot of mm-hmm. like, the uh, the newer kind of the newer part of that was the fresh arc I think that was going on when we went to we went to Acon that year, mm-hmm. but uh but that's enough like kind of ranting about the cosplay side, like because um much like a lot of nerds I'm not good at keeping money especially when you put <laughs> cool shit in front of me. I love the vendor room, I love the big sellers, I love the small tables, I love too damn much because I always take out more money than I probably should. I'm like this is it. This this is my my budget for the weekend. It's gone probably within the first or second day, and I'm still taking out more money on day three. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, like, what's some of the what's some cool stuff you found at a con? Oh man, uh, I mean, partially, um, Acon is responsible for kind of getting me back into uh, to Gunpla. I mean, oh. I had a friend that was like a really rig, really big part of it, but um, Bluefin uh, Tamashi Nations had a uh, they like i guess they hold one of the uh, the big uh competitions um that for the country you know um that puts you towards doing the uh competition for the for the world like right. gunpla uh so it it really kind of like spurred me into like man these things are awesome and look at all the different things that people can do to them um so you know we could like paint them and stuff like that so that was a that was a really thing um one thing that i know like our group always did was fucking look for like hard to find one piece figures like that's where we got so much of our collection that weren't the portrait of pirates figures right right because it was always easier to find the harder to find stuff than the more expensive stuff yeah and one of my favorite things that i uh that i ever found up there was uh they did this this line of figures and i think they actually now that i think about it i think they were portrait of pirate figures but they were uh characters as children right right right. so the one that i found was uh was law and it's like little little kid law and he's holding like a, a frog in one hand and i think apple in the other and it was like one of my favorite figures for the longest time. And then it was like, it's really fun whenever we got back home. Cause we would just put all of our one piece figures in a pile and take a picture and like, look at our hall. Look at all the cool shit we got. So <laughs> oh, that, yeah. that was always, are they POP? Uh, I'm trying to look, I actually inherited one. Uh, yeah. From our friend Sonia's collection. It's one of the ones I kept for myself. They might um, just be Bandai. Yeah. But they're, I mean, they're, they're quality for sure. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to think of his name. Uh, CP9 leader. I don't want to give uh, away too much. Rob Lucci. Rob Lucci. I got his, yeah. uh, his, the kid version of Rob Lucci. I got, nice. uh, that's inherited. But like some of, of course, yeah, One Piece. One Piece all the way. I remember the first Akon, I knew that was what I was going for. Because I mean, I you know was into One Piece before I met you. But you and the crew, man, you know, we, we went balls deep in, <laughs> into it. And that was when I was like, you know what? I want Buggy. I want buggy stuff, you know, like y'all, I think got technically my first one, I think was the chopper dresses buggy. I think y'all got me for Christmas the year. I did, I, I think y'all got it at the Acon. I, could, I wasn't allowed to go to. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Cause we got you that. And then we got, uh, 
friends some other thing from a comic book but yeah no i remember that yeah, yeah. the the year you weren't uh weren't allowed to go yeah so <laughs> that was telling my first buggy was chopper dresses buggy which i do love mm-hmm. but when we mm-hmm. went there i found man i think one of the cooler stuff i found was uh the uh the build a um um is it impel down the prison yes 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 the, the construct impel down little mini set which was mm-hmm. each each of the different levels which again try not to go into until we do our uh you know future thing with one piece which we're not going to reveal here yet <laughs> um but that was cool just because that's a little buggy thing i got i found a, a, a i don't know if it's a i think it's supposed to be a little bank but it's buggy ship you know yeah uh, and uh, had a little mini of him i found a lot of buggy that that year and i was like this starting the horde you know? <laughs> which i know i've shared uh yeah, my collection videos. I showed off all all of these things. You know, a ton of buggy stuff. But also, I was I found man. I'm trying to go through this. You know, I was just buying characters I like, some of which I don't even have anymore because I really had to kind of narrow down my collection and kind of stay focused. Because right. <laughs> room is a motherfucker, as we all know. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, just just finding some random stuff like that is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean, yeah. like you know, the the one of the biggest parts about conventions is uh, getting to hang out with your friends. Yeah, and that's that's yeah. I guess we're about time. I was gonna say I was I was gonna wrap that up at, at the end of it, <laughs> but yeah, we're mm-hmm. we're we're good here. That is honestly because I've got friends like you know, of course we're on social media and we we chat it all up, but I got friends I don't ever get to see, either because life, miles, you know, time outside of cons and man just really just getting to hang out with them you know and just seeing no hanging there for good or seeing what they're into seeing the cool shit they buy mm-hmm. is awesome or especially if it's like our cosplay groups you know I, i'm part of a justice league arkansas you know we uh you know we had only talked over messenger planning for uh it's now called saline county expo but it's called little rock comic-con uh, they had a group cosplay that we want to enter in, and you know, as, as the name implies, Justice League Arkansas, where you know it's a kind of a DC-centric cosplay group. We wanted to do uh, Justice League Apocalypse, where oh. we're all we're all taking our own creative takes on like yeah. if if you know Mad Max meets DC, if they you know how characters would change and evolve. And they were the group that made me really uh, made me first create the kind of my own take, but a standard uh, Professor Pig, you know, for just our normal meetups. But then we did the Apocalypse one, and man, I, I just went like, I think Pig would slowly go crazy with his experiments. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he's still experimenting on people. He's kidnapping heroes and villains alike, whatever, whoever he can grab, really. And, but he also is, uh, you know, sometimes experiments fail. And when you're in the wastelands, food's hard to come by. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I made him into like a cannibal doctor who's just like raggedy clothes and, and like literally wearing a pig's head for a mask and it looked <laughs> fucking cool. I'm I'm particularly so proud cool. of that creation and it, he got a good reaction when uh we were walking in there and everyone did great. All of our, mm-hmm. our group we had a lot of great creative takes on on the heroes and villains alike. But I'm a little proud when they were walking they were announcing you know we had a dude uh did Red Hood and uh uh, Robin and they were all kind of like tactical geared out, like desert kind of gear. It looked very cool. And then they're like, Sean Litton as Professor Pig. And they looked at the door and there was an audible, 
<laughs> like, oh, and I was like snarling and just I had to like I had his I had a meat cleaver and some big ass hooks, <laughs> like for my own little head cannon. And uh, we won actually. We won best that's, group that year. That's awesome. But yeah, but I miss some peoples because yeah. I, I, know, I know we were talking about friends. And I went off on a on a cosplay tangent again. <laughs> you know, but I, I, this is your fault. I mean, yeah. I mean, and honestly, you bringing that up reminded me really good group that we did yeah uh we did marvel villains one year at comic conway yeah we did yeah <laughs> i did uh fucking electro you did absorbing man yeah. uh sarah sarah did um dr um doom dr doom yeah and then uh david did mysterio uh and john did uh venom yes yep yeah, yeah. that was uh that was early cosplay too that might have been my second one yeah, I, I could definitely see it, like, after Beppo. Yeah, I think, and Beppo, again, I know we gave a shout-out to her before. I'm going to shout-out to her again. You mentioned Sarah doing her Doctor Doom. She, uh, Queen Koopa cosplay, Sarah Drew. Yeah, she made the Beppo head mask, so Beppo never would happen because as good as, like, Cat is and, you know, everyone else, you know, we all put our creative juices together. I don't think any of us was making that, that mascot head, so big <laughs> shout-out right. to, to Miss Sarah Drew. But, yeah, no, that uh, Absorber Man was a lot of fun. Uh, <laughs> there's some mistakes I don't want to get into on it <laughs> that, uh, and kind of looking back in retrospect, but no, it was all good. Uh, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'll talk about it, you know, because yeah. it's something I think some of us need to be aware of. And I didn't think of it. And to my knowledge, I mean, nobody approached me and I, of course, would have fixed the problem. For those who don't know, mm-hmm. Absorbing Man, as his name, he, he touches metal, his skin becomes metal. And one of his big things is he, he has a giant black iron, you know, ball and chain, like old school prisoner, like you see in old cartoons. Mm-hmm. So I did the idea of like, kind of like painting, like I didn't want it to go full, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think more of my face was painted than it should have been. Right. You know where you're getting at. And, yeah. uh, and I'm walking around as a prisoner, <laughs> you know, and like, yeah. I, it could have been, and not only, and no one said anything. People ask me, like, who are you supposed to be? You look familiar. And I would explain it quickly. I would, and again, this is years later. I didn't think about it at the time. And I think that can mm. happen sometimes. Yeah. And, and the only reason I really want to get into that was because sometimes, and myself included, I can own up to it. And I was very careful because I tried to do it again and I really looked at it and I was like, no, no, nah, this ain't working yeah. anymore. Be careful, you know, really think about your, your, what you're cosplaying, what you're doing and make sure you do it with, you know, if you're going to go even, don't even go near that, obviously. But if I, like with Absorber Man, I should have just done a little bit coming up the neck from the face instead of covering half my face. Right. You know, this, you gotta, you gotta kind of be aware of that kind of stuff. And and I feel that like, I don't know, that design probably would have been better on you in the long run too. But yeah, uh, yeah, I can... You gotta, you gotta kind of be, be socially aware of, of yeah. that kind of stuff, you know. That's all. And again, I hope, again, I hope no one got offended by it because it was certainly not the intention. But uh, yeah. mm. and to my knowledge, again, if anyone had said something like, "Dude, that looks like this," and I would be like, "Oh, mm-hmm. let me go wash my face," hundred mm-hmm. percent, you know. But anyway, that was still regardless. So yeah. it was a good group, a lot of fun. Like, uh, yeah, your your boss at the time, Matt, even mm-hmm. pulled us in to do a shot in front of his comic book booth. Yeah, and yeah, David, a lot of fun. David doing the frosting on uh, his Mysterio mat- helmet because it was classic Mysterio from the comics. Look, it was mm-hmm. fucking badass. Yeah, it, it worked out really well. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, conventions a lot of fun. I, I miss mm-hmm. I miss my con friends. I, sadly, that some of them have to be relegated because, like I said, miles. Some of them live hours <laughs> away from us. 
you know, yeah. social media is great and all, but like I miss meeting up with everybody, miss having some fun watching the cosplay contest and silently judging those who beat me because how dare they be better than me. <laughs> right. Uh, host some panels, man. We did a few of that too. Uh, oh yeah. yeah. Got a Noel yeah. and me doing the most, uh, the hardest anime quiz ever. That was supposed to be a quick thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think I ever even heard about how. Oh yeah. It was just like anime trivia, but you know, the problem is anime is so vast. Mm-hmm. And not even in the ones you think are like, oh man, everyone knows Cowboy Bebop. Let's ask a question mm-hmm. from there. And all these 18 year olds have never watched a 20 year old anime. <laughs> you know, it, it was it was fun, but yeah, we had to eventually kind of like there was at times we were drawing the questions, and it was random, random question. We just made up a lot of different things. No, it wasn't even question. Sorry, it was like brief descriptions of characters. Like how how do you uh, kind of obs- obscurely abstractly describe spike from cowboy bebop you know what i mean uh, and yeah maybe a little harder than intended but you know you live and learn yeah 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 it's it's definitely one of those things where you're like you know figure out how to how to do it better and and not effectively the next time oh yeah for sure but uh no yeah i, I miss conventions uh, <laughs> uh i don't miss the smell again Y'all can afford deodorant, <laughs> but, uh, you know, we all know about the con funk, the con crud, but you know yes. what? I was talking about this the other day, like, man, you, y'all who know, y'all who know who are either the hard partiers at cons or the cosplayers who were in their costume for, you know, 12 hours, <laughs> you know, just living our best lives with the sore. does not the shittiest breakfast bar at any hotel just slap harder <laughs> that next day. Like that was the best shit you'll ever eat at a fucking con. It's because your your fucking body is like fucking dying because you haven't had anything to eat. Like I said, like half the people that I know that went to cons like literally drove their day of yeah. uh just fucking drank alcohol and energy <laughs> drinks the entire time and shitty expensive food. Yeah. So it was like it was like you had a bunch of these people running around not taking showers, really shitty expensive food and drinking alcohol and having energy drinks. Yeah. So it's like if you don't sleep, you don't need a hotel room. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I guess that's, that's true. the mentality of it. Uh yeah. Yeah, I've heard of, you know some hotel conventions, you know, they go all night into the day you know you just kind of find a hallway maybe to, to doze off for a second i'm not mm. about that life but you know hey bully for you if, if that's how you're you're making it to your cons man i can't hate yeah. too hard on it except the smell right. i'll hate on that all day <laughs> uh but yeah like but yeah that, that that i was talking about that like man you come in like you see some of the people who are still in costume just like half or at least half of it <laughs> they didn't take the pants off <laughs> you know, just sitting right. there just staring at their belgian waffle that they made and now don't have the energy to even eat <laughs> and i'm sitting here just like give me the more eggs more hash browns give me that banana because i gotta be healthy <laughs> get that right. one banana <laughs> and a yogurt <laughs> <laughs> oh man dude but yeah that 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 breakfast at the hotel man that was the best food you'll eat at a con <laughs> all weekend i don't care if you go out to the fanciest restaurants <laughs> yeah yeah it was it was real wild like people people need to take care of themselves more at conventions for sure yeah i mean i've i've you know, we've had some i've had some friends 
who kind of like got into some trouble, which, you know, when I'm not here to harp on anyone. You live your lives. Just be safe. Be careful. Don't take anything. Don't, don't take just anything handed to you at the rave, <laughs> you know, which I never go to the raves cause you know, I'm an old man. I don't dance anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, there's, I miss con so much, brother. I, I really do. And oh, I'm, yeah. Well, but I'm not, I don't want to rush. There was, there was, we had, I had an opera, cause I know we had one or two cons still go on here in Arkansas during this whole pandemic. Shame. And <laughs> man, it, I ain't gonna lie, brother. Cause you know, I'm very much a proponent of being safe, be at, you know, stay six feet, wear masks, clean yourself, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Up until the day I was like, I'm going. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. go. I'll wear a cosplay that has a mask involved, like Team Skull or something. Mm-hmm. And I can stay far away. But the day of it came, and I'm like, man, the first person who sees me like st- keeping my distance and thinks they're funny and going to run up on me is going to get their ass beat. And I got to <laughs> go to jail in cosplay for beating up this fucking nerd dressed like Harry Potter. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Like, I can't do it. I, I, I didn't do it. I'm glad. It was a smart call. But literally yeah. up until the day of, I was like, I'm going. I, I, I right. want to be at a con again. And I, yeah. I really do. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely think you're a uh, better person for not going. <laughs> yeah, I know. It, it was the adult smart thing to do, but fuck. <laughs> but all right, brother, I think that's going to do it for our time, mm-hmm. man. Uh, thank you for reminiscing with me because you know oh. you were a big part of me going to more conventions like i yeah. the couple i went to were by happenstance once i started dating with you man it really became uh like we're planning this every year <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what i mean and, yeah it was i mean it was a lot of fun like we we had some great times at them oh yeah well uh we'll have to i'll have to figure find some around here you know have to plan a vacation or something come out here whenever everything yeah. calms down a bit for sure. That's something we had definitely discussed uh, for promotion of this alone, if, and if nothing else, to see each other again was mm-hmm. like, maybe you can come down for one con a year, and I'll try to come up there for one con a year, man. And uh, Absolutely. Yeah, do it to it, as they say. <laughs> but that's going to do it for today. Uh, thank you all for listening. If you enjoyed this video, if you did enjoy it, you can still share it and tell your <laughs> friends. <laughs> uh, but of course, like, comment. Let us. See, I'd love to hear some of y'all's convention stories, you know, out there. Oh, Give yeah. me a, Hit us up in the comments. Hit us up on the social medias if you, uh, you know, have access to them. If y'all haven't given up on Facebook like a lot of people. <laughs> but uh, right. that's going to do it. Uh, yeah. We'll catch y'all next time. Yeah. Oof. Peace.